Hi there, I'm Paul Mitchell, leadership coach, author, and founder of The Human Enterprise. In this video, I wanna talk about how do you build a culture to be proud of? In The Human Enterprise, we look at what we call our 4S model of culture. First of all, the systems in the business, then the symbols in the business, then the stories that you tell in the business, and then the style or the behavior of leaders and others in the business. What I'd like to do is give you some examples of each of those, so hopefully it'll get you thinking about, wow, what's our culture like and what can we do in our business? So what is, first of all, a culture to be proud of or a great culture? I think it consists of three things. One, it consists of great people and a great people element. In other words, your engagement scores are amazing. People are maximizing their contribution and maximizing the joy that they get from their work. Number two, great results, of course. Return on net assets, uh, market share, revenue, and of course, if you're an entrepreneur, great profitability. And thirdly, great customer feedback, great customer delight, great net promoter scores. So if we have those three greats and we have the four S's, let's have a look at what each of those four S's is about. The first one is, is, is systems. And the systems that I see that make a difference in great cultures are the ones that bring people together. Here's an example of one client we work with. Every quarter, they took their senior leaders and the next level down for a two-day offsite in some incredible places around Australia. On the first day, the program went roughly like this. Half a day was spent looking at business results, reviewing business results, so everybody was in the picture. The second half of the first day was spent on how do we better collaborate? How do we better partner across boundaries? No wonder they had such a great collaborative culture. And the, 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 the second day was spent on helping them become the best leaders they could be. An incredible system to really build collaboration. Let's have a look at symbols. First of all, some not such good symbols and then some great symbols. And the thing about symbols, this is not just your brand assets. It's some of the things that you're often unintentionally doing that are sending a message out to your people and your customers. In one particular customer, I, I drove up in the rain, parked out the back in the visitor car parking, didn't have an umbrella, so made my way to the front office. And interestingly, at the front office, there were two parking spaces, president and vice president, right near the entrance. Well, good for them, I thought. Walked up the steps and the first sign I see behind the customers, uh, behind the reception desk is something like, uh, customers are our greatest assets. And I thought, well, isn't that great? That's why we have to park around the back and come here in the rain. Now, that's a symbol. Was it intentional? No way. But it still says something about your culture. A more positive example is uh, an SME that I've dealt with before, and they had almost like a secret Santa at the end of the year. Uh, they had various corporate gifts come in, and rather than the people, the salespeople getting those gifts, they would put all the gifts together and they would take it in turns to choose one of those gifts um, after they were open. Fantastic example of, of building a team. Another great example I know of, a, of a, uh, a leader I have a lot of time with, he would have a mannequin um, in the boardroom and that mannequin was the customer. And they would discuss and discuss and discuss and before they made a great decision, they go, so how would this impact our customer? How does this affect our customer? 
Again, crazy as it is, but nevertheless a symbol, and a symbol in that case of real customer, real market obsession. And then there's stories, which is often the real exciting, emotional part of building, building cultures. I remember one time I was with a, a general manager of a cosmetics company, and he, he, he tapped a glass and said, any stories? And people were putting their hand up to tell stories. And they told stories about how they'd best served a customer. Beautiful way of capturing things. I had the joy of working in my earlier life under a man called Jim Sweeney, who, who was one of the early uh, founders or leaders of, in St. George Building Society, operational uh, director when I worked with him and went on to become the managing director. And he would constantly tell stories. And one I always remember was when a, a very, very well-known customer had left a bill on the counter. And the branch assistant uh, uh, got the bill, looked and saw that it was overdue, and paid that bill out of their own money. Out of their own money, then rang the client, let them know what had happened and that the bill had been fixed up. And at, when they were next in the branch, they could reconcile the thing. <laughs> wonderful story, wonderful story of, 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 of customer service. What are the stories that you're telling in your company? Are they stories like this or stories of blame or criticism or where it went wrong? So the last element and, and probably the most important element if you're a leader watching this video and let's face it, anyone can be a leader, you can lead from any chair as we say in the human enterprise, is that of style. What's the overall style of leadership in the place? Is it inclusive? Is it very directive or is it very collaborative? Do we work in silos or do we partner together? People pick up that vibe, you can smell it. Your customers can smell it. In fact, how do you, how do you work with your customers? Even more importantly, how do you work with your suppliers? because is it, is, it a, is it a partnering thing or is it an adversary thing? All these things add up. Your people pick it up, your people pick it up just by being in the place. And you and your behavior, every little thing you do and don't do casts a huge shadow in terms of style. So there we have it. What is a great culture to be proud of? It's a culture with great people, results in regards to engagement, great uh, results in terms of business and great results in terms of net promoter or customer delight. And four elements that love you to really think about um, in, in your business. The importance of, 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 of systems or processes, the importance of symbols, the importance of stories and the importance of your style as a leader. I'm Paul Mitchell. Find the passion, develop the skills, make the numbers and make a difference. Thanks for watching. I hope you've got some great tractionable ideas or takeaways from that video. I'd like to now introduce you to our latest program, Basecamp Leadership Essentials, Real Skills for Future Leaders. And it really is very much a skills-based program. It's a one-day program and it's for leaders who are up and coming that may not even be in leadership roles yet, or leaders who've been newly appointed, or even for leaders who've possibly been in their role for a couple of years and need a bit of a turbo boost. Two big aspects of the program. One is what is the leadership mindset required for growth to take people uh, to the next level and the leader themselves to the next level. And the second component, as I said before, the real specific skill bases that are required. 
So if you believe that great culture is important in your business and great culture comes from great leadership and great leadership comes from leadership at every level, we'd love you to think about Basecamp. Please go to basecampleadership.com.au and explore the possibility of bringing the program to your organisation. We look forward to partnering with you.